All right. Hello. Good morning again. It's Brian here from the Life Kickstart podcast coming at you just a mere, what, eight months later after my last episode. Uh, I tell you, the purpose of this podcast was to help me get over my hesitancy about wanting things to be perfect and just get moving. And even in that, I fell trapped to the, the uh, I fell prey to the trap of wanting to get things perfect. Only three episodes in. And uh, But I'm finally uh, rolling up my sleeves and doing this again and hoping that I can make this a weekly, at the very most, um, experience to, uh, to go through these learnings together. Okay, so as a quick review, because it's been eight months, let me go ahead and tell you, remind you what this podcast is about. I want to share, so first of all, my tagline is an unpolished briefing of learning to live life intentionally. And the reason I do that is uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities that I think we miss if we're not deliberate about making our choices about how we spend our time. That doesn't mean only be in productivity mode all day every day. It just means be deliberate about your choices. So if I'm choosing to watch a movie, great. I don't want to do it passively. I just want to make the decision and set aside the time to watch the movie. Um, or if I'm going to watch a movie while I work on some. Just uh, you know, sorting the mail or whatnot. Make that decision. Don't just accidentally fall into the things that I do. So my intention is to learn to live life intentionally, <laughs> um, and and part of that is sharing what I learn, and that helps me submit, uh, put these lessons into stone. So one commitment I have is for this podcast. In order for this to work, I need to get better and better at um, one take or single take podcasts. They don't require any editing, and uh, and I can still provide a quality experience for you. So this will get better as episodes go on. Anyway, the reason I'm jumping back into this today is I introduced myself last time, uh, talked a little bit about a trick that I found that helps me dramatically increase focus. And now I am going through a big, big change. Uh, the last two episodes that I recorded last May, um, I presented myself as being as living in San Diego. And I have now made a change. I am going to be moving to Utah. I'm going to be moving to Utah. So I'm excited about it. Um, Utah has beautiful mountains and nice people. And half of my family lives there. Um, I've been away from Utah for a long time. I've lived in uh, Boston. I lived there for four years and I lived here in San Diego for three years and have thoroughly loved it. But the reason why I'm coming to you today is because moving for a person who's just so committed <laughs> to my processes and my the structure of my life, um, moving's a serious decision. It means uprooting the th- the patterns I've established for myself here in San Diego. So I wanted to share a few lessons learned as I've gotten ready for this move. And um, my intention to turn this into kind of a moving template for myself. I actually quite enjoy the process of moving, even though it's a hard change. I think change in many instances, um, in, many, in many or maybe most circumstances, change is good. And um, when I move, uh, I experienced this on my move from Boston to San Diego, and I'm experiencing this again now. It makes me reevaluate just how much I need each thing that I choose to pack. And so a lot of donating and selling and just uh, purging things goes on. And it's, it's a really, it feels like a very healthy process. Um, it's almost 
such a good experience that I feel like I should do this every two years for the rest of my life. But uh, you may remember <clears throat> when I introduced myself in either episode one or two, I talked about how my processes are such an important part of the way I think about life and the way I run my day that I actually spent a full day just driving around and choosing my service providers when I moved to San Diego. So I went and chose where I would get gas every time I needed gas and where I would go to the dry cleaners every time I needed to go to the dry cleaners and where my closest UPS location was and the closest post office where I could pick up mail after going on a trip and having a mail hold. Uh, so, <clears throat> um, so, you know, reestablishing those processes in a new place is a laborious thing, but it's rewarding. And I'm excited about templatizing it this time so that the process of changing my addresses and, um, you know, remembering who to notify of all these things and how to handle the packing up of my home, um, how to handle the purging process, how to handle the decision of what to keep and what not to keep. Uh, I've The whole thing's been very instructional for me. So I wanted to share a couple of those gems that I've learned so far. First of all, I did use Asana. What would you expect? I, I am an Asana consultant. If I tried to move cities or out of state without using Asana to plan the move, it would be very hypocritical of the way I live and what I teach. So I did use Asana. I mapped out a moving project. And in this project, I mapped out the all tasks, large and small, that would need to be done to get ready for the move. And primarily, it's focused on uh, physical objects, uh, packing, purging, donating, selling, but there's also a lot of um, emotional things like saying goodbye to people that I care about here and uh, the process of transitioning information, so choosing how and where I'm going to forward my mail, um, you know, so all, all, all those types of things have been part of the process and in getting rid of things, Again, I found in my life that the simpler I can make a, uh, a piece of self-coaching instruction, if I can turn any self-coaching lesson into a single line mantra, then it's easier for me to access and use in time of need. So I've shared examples of this with uh, friends and with clients. I'm not sure if I included this in either of the episodes so far, but one example of this is, uh, I think this is my favorite and the most commonly used one. It's called Pants On First. And for me, what that means is that if I have something big and important to do, it makes it, it makes sense for me to think about what must be done and what's ideal to have done. So in, uh, to make this concrete, I was going on a business trip and I was running around in my pajamas uh, cleaning the house because I didn't want to leave the house messy. When I went on my business trip, I wanted to come home to a clean home. And it was getting closer and closer to the time I had to leave. And I had this sudden realization, holy smokes, I can go to the airport if my house isn't clean. But I can't go to the airport if I don't have my pants on. <laughs> so uh, the point is, there are some things that truly must be done and others that are preferences. Um, they're ideal. Okay, so applying that principle, I've had to think about Okay, in, in planning for my move, what are the things that must be done? What are the pants that I must put on first? Um, what are the things that would be ideal, like cleaning up the house or um, that? that well, and even that doesn't have to be done. I could hire somebody to clean the apartment after I've left. So 
The mantra, and this will be the main lesson for today, the mantra that I've come up with in order to guide my purging uh, of items here has been, um, if I, like each time I make a decision on an item, my default has to be that I am going to get rid of everything. Anything I choose to keep, I have to, cho- I have to it has to peer- pass a series of various criteria to qualify to be kept. The default is to get rid of everything. So here's how that decision tree goes. Uh, get rid of it. Unless I've used it in the last three months and I plan to use it in the next three months or it's expensive, small, and will be necessary sometime in the next year. So um, the only exception to all these things, to the criteria I just gave, is things that are uh, small enough to be manageable and they're sentimental. Uh, An example I'll give of that is books. I have some books that mean a lot to me. I've read them, you know, several or dozens of times and they've just played a big influence in my life. So I, I, and I have a larger number of books that I, that I just keep that are just crucial to me. And I don't want to use them in digital form because I like holding the book. I like seeing my notes in the margins. So anyway, I'm using that set of criteria to guide my packing process. And I've been getting rid of most of my possessions and it's been awesome. So I'll go through it one more time. The default is to get rid of everything. The criteria is get rid of it unless I've used it in the last three months. I plan to use it in the next three months and it is, or, or if it is small, expensive, and I plan to use it in the next year. Anyway, uh, there's, I guess, man, I need to simplify this. There's one more thing. Um, if I have used it in the last three months and I do plan to use it in the next three months, but it's large and it would cost more to transport it than to replace it. I also get rid of those things. So for example, my TV, I'm getting rid of it because there's no way I'm gonna fit it in my car. Uh, And I could sell it here for about $600 and I could replace it uh, after my move for probably about the same cost. Uh, Maybe a little bit more, maybe between seven, $800. It's an expensive TV but it's large and it's, uh, unwieldy. Um, and you know, I'm not going to lose much money by, by replacing it versus if I chose to transport it on my move, I would have to rent a truck and the truck is going to be 11, almost $1,200 before gas. Anyway, so that's my set of lessons or uh, a summary of a couple of the lessons that have helped me so far. Um, just to recap, the two things that I'm keeping in mind frequently during this move are pants on first and get rid of everything and less. Okay, uh, hopefully that's helpful. Um, I Once again, my commitment here is to learn to be consistent and to share the process, not to produce the most glamorous, uh, the most inspirational, though I do believe and hope it will be inspirational to talk through these things with me. Um, but my goal, my goal is just to learn and to be a doer to take action. All right. Wonderful talking with you. Once again, Brian Bennett, the Life Kickstart podcast, an unpolished briefing on learning to live life intentionally. And I will talk to you again in less than a week.